Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Talking about itty bitty podcast, a podcast. <laughs> Very many Monday chunky. I didn't think I could I'm do Carter. This one's Doge. I'm Jordan, but at a regular register. I'm gonna mute myself again. Oh, uh, and give our chunkies the, the secret word of the day. The word of the day. Hello, everyone. The, the word, word of the, of the day, day is banana. <laughs> it is not banana. The word banana? of the day is love. Happy Valentine's Day out there. The word of the day is love. If either of these boys say love, we'll go straight into extra credit. And so there we go. To try and read your lips. Now, hang on. Here's the thing. Something happened a few weeks ago. I said yeah, the I word it. of the day while you were while you had your headphones That's out because we were talking about yeah. The Last of Us. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. That's on me. Carter fell asleep. Happens. Fell asleep at his watch and let the bandits into the castle. Wow! I, I, <laughs> you're supposed I gave to be you all the option of coming up with something for if I miss it. We've got some. We've got some chunkies out there with those big listening ears on. Yeah, and they're looking for that 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 go to word. So, but did they? But did it change anything though? Because he did say it. No. Oh, okay. Carter missed. It. I missed yeah. it. Yeah. I missed it. It only has to be within the window of that episode. Guys, um, before we get too much into movies, I wanted to talk about, because you are such good video game boys, and I know mm. N- Nintendo Direct came out oh, yeah. recently. Is it there any, in- any interesting things worth talking about here? Yeah. Oh, because a, it a does little... seem like, you know, we're a movie podcast, but boy, do we talk about TV. And these video games show up every now and then. Well, yeah. What about Nintendo Direct do you want to share? I, I read through some of this, and there were some things I didn't even, I, I hadn't heard of 80% of it. Three things we're talking about. As with Tell most me. Nintendo Directs, it's a lot of JRPGs, which are uninteresting to me. So I just sort of glaze over until Lots something of interesting happens. Yeah. Uh, but the junior point guard, for those of you that don't know anything about yes, it. Yes, it is. Yeah. The, uh, the, big, the big three are uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are being added to the virtual console on Switch, which is massive for me because I big love Big exciting. Era. Of games. Looks like we're going to get fun. Oracle of Seasons and Ages eventually. We're going to get Golden Sun, which is my particular love language. Very I excited. always forget that you're the world's biggest Golden Sun fan. Dude, I, I mean, those games Golden were so Golden Sun, won't you come? <laughs> Did you ever play them? I love them, Josh? too. No, I didn't. Dude, you should think about it. That, when it that might be why. Console. I'll definitely think about it. I think it about is. lots of stuff. 
a, those games are a blast. Um, particularly, I love Golden Sun 2. I hope that happens. But um, <laughs> we've got Game Boy, Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games coming to Virtual Console. We have, uh, finally, the long-awaited, rumored release of Metroid Prime Remaster. It's that already out. It, yeah, that it was out, a same-day release. At Switch at a... Yeah, you know, we all know what it's called. Let's just Nintendo Direct? Happy, Thank you. Happy Switch Day. Doug Happy Bowser Switch unsubscribed from our podcast. <laughs> no, Doug, come back. As no. long as Reggie subscribes, I don't care. <laughs> um, and then the biggest one, uh, a new pretty dense trailer for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Which we're talking, we're talking major vehicles in this guy, yeah. which has me stoked. I'm sure you haven't watched yet because I sent it pretty late last night, Doge. But I sent Doge a 30-minute trailer breakdown. On honest, I it love is 30 minutes of, of interesting content. Like I love that. It's a two-minute and 40-second trailer. And this dude, uh, shout out to Zeltic on YouTube. If you like Zelda, he is like the Zelda. He's like Vati Vidya is for Souls games, but for Zelda, he's unbelievable. But um, man, this this trailer, and th- I have a I have a theory that he didn't say. Can I get it on record so that we yeah. can find out if I'm right? Lay it down on tape for us. There's there's been a long theory that there is time travel involved and that there's two versions of Link. I think that's pretty obvious. There's a long haired, almost caveman looking version of Link, and then there's the regular version of Link. And I, I think th- that's Lonk, the long haired yeah, caveman. Lonk. <laughs> And I think that when you are Lonk back in time and perhaps prehistoric or at least pre-settled Hyrule. Yeah. Pangea Hyrule. I think the reason that uh, all of the little enemies in some of the parts of the trailer have like weapons coming out of the top of their head is because those are their bones and horns and that's the weapons. Because there's not just going to be swords laying around everywhere in the past. Yeah. So since you have to pick up a bunch of weapons in Breath of the Wild because the the durability system means they break, I think in Tears of the Kingdom, instead of finding swords and axes laying around, it'll be the horns of these enemies and you cool. can like attach them to stuff. I love that. How fun is that? Uh, I wanna, immensely I wanna, fun. I want to ask you a question, Jordan, because I think we, yeah. we as a podcast, are stoked about Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. Uh, and... The general vibe is like, hey, whatever you guys did in Breath of the Wild, just more, please. That was mm-hmm. good. More, please. Is there something from Breath of the Wild that you hope doesn't return in Tears of the Ooh. Kingdom? Um, n- not not whole cloth. No. I think that— well, there you go. Well, there I you go. That, Interesting question. Good podcasting, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see. I'd love to see iterations on things, which it looks like we're getting. It looks like we're getting almost everything from Breath of the Wild back and then some, which is how I wanted it. Yeah. Um, I would maybe like to see weapon durability revisited, potentially extended, or have the option for um, maybe if you really like a weapon, there's something you can do to it to where it either never breaks or it's keepable in some way um yeah like if like a repairable add, weapon i don't know that i want to repair weapons i think that yeah. sounds tedious but maybe maybe part of the power that you get in the game is to make other weapons regenerate sort of like the master sword like the master sword yeah um, and i would also love to see an end game option like maybe you have to beat the final boss first but an end game option to make the master sword never break would be awesome yeah, yeah. just one weapon the iconic 
Zelda weapon, just one weapon that never breaks and always stays strong. Just because but at a certain point, the only reason you have anything else other than the Master Sword is to switch to when the Master Sword breaks. To get the Master Sword to break, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and totally. so I would love to see maybe that. But man, I'm telling you, the the outfits, the world, the music, um, the story hints that are sprinkled through, the way things look, I just, I really, I haven't had this much faith in a new release game in a long time. I was even yeah. more skeptical of Elden Ring before it came out. Like, And you, you know, hated that, so. I hated that game. Um, but no, it's the best. Uh, Breath yeah. of the Wild's your I, favorite of all time, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it's my number one. Cool. And so this this has me genuinely like I'm I'm looking forward to this more than any movie, TV show, anything cool. this year. It's my number one most anticipated release of this year. Do you think with the amount of content that we get, uh, I don't know, we call it I guess we call it in the arts. So like video games in this kind of storytelling stuff, TVs, movies. With so much content, do you think we're becoming more cynical, just as a like skeptical in general? I don't know if I don't know if I could say we are. I certainly am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if like overall, because you know the chunkies, we've got quite a few people over there on our Discord channel, and the the just innately optimistic is is seems to be rarer and rarer, and I think that's fine. I think it's just because behind the scenes things can get churned out so quickly. And again, the the new Breath of the Wild game is not a quick release. So that doesn't really apply here. No. But it feels like things can be churned out so quickly sure. that we can't guarantee quality on things sometimes, right? Or we get surprised by something yeah, that's that good. didn't take very long. We'll talk about I Valentine's think- Day tomorrow. And that took 53 days, and you can tell. <laughs> um, yes. But it's just like, here's all this content I love. And, and this will transition. Jordan, I'll let you talk. But then this will transition into us talking about Last of Us, which is… Which Another is my favorite things. game like of all experienced, time. Yeah, we've experienced in one platform and then it came in another. And it, we always, I think as it comes up, we get excited. We see who's attached to those things. Sure. But then we're not totally sure. Like it still could, it still could let us down. So I think the, what I'm, I don't know, the shift that I feel in that is that like I've, I've always been into like uh, uh, nerd stuff, I guess you could call it. Like, I mean, like, video games and like the kind of more like genre, like superhero stuff, genre fiction, science fiction, like that's always been sort of my, the thing that, that draws me in the most. And I think uh, it, it feels like we sort of, we don't have to get behind every single one of those kind of things anymore because right. there's sure. so many of them. Like I think the you're not betraying uh, your nerddom if you don't right. Like, one. like yeah, the abundance sure. of that kind of that style of entertainment means that I can choose my champion a little bit more, yeah, and I don't have sure. to just yeah. blindly be like, well, I like sci-fi, so I guess After Earth was good. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think yeah. I think for me, what I'm noticing as a trend in myself is I don't know that it's a growing cynicism so much as it is as more stuff comes out that I am interested in, my tastes have become more discerning. I feel like I've been saying a lot recently, like I don't have time for sevens anymore. Yeah. Um, like there's way That's too so many funny. eights and above. You keep you keep saying that to Callie when she asks you what you think of her outfits and stuff. And oh I think that's God. really mean. I can't believe you would do that, but I yeah, guess, dude. I don't harsh. know. That's really mean. I'm sorry, but I just don't think 
that all the yeah, no time for sevens are necessary. Yeah. Sorry about it. But I think that, um, like, and I don't mean sevens on the IMDb scale. I mean sevens on the Jordan scale. Those are different things because there's, <laughs> there, there, there are worlds where movies that are total sixes are an eight for me for whatever reason. Watchability, funny, whatever. But I just mean like, I. I am more willing at this point in my life than I have ever been to bail out on something no matter how far I am into it. Like, there yeah. is no more sunk cost fallacy with me for TV, movies, video games, books, any... Like, if I'm not grabbed, I'll just bail. Yeah. And it's annoying to the people that really want me to be watching or consuming something alongside them, but it's great for me... <laughs> To bounce to the next thing and say bye-bye to something that was just okay. Like yeah. Andor. I think Andor's a great example of like, I've heard that's good. And I know our poor Discord is so so tired <laughs> of us not having watched that. But I the know. thing is that I'm just not going to. I don't know that I'm even going to be a Mando season three boy. I'm, I might just kind of wait and see how that ends up turning out. Sure. I think yeah. I'll probably end up watching Andor. I think it's inevitable. I've just heard from... People in our Discord, other podcasts I listen to, like I've heard enough people whose taste I respect. Um, because uh, you know, the, the people on our Discord give really good recommendations and, and tend to yeah. have pretty great taste. And I, I always really I, I always take seriously the things recommended there. And I've just heard enough people say it that I think it's inevitable that I'll watch it at some point, but it yeah. will not supersede the things that right. I'm already interested in. Andor is at the end of my list. I think, I'll watch Andor when I run out priority. of the things I'm really watching. You know, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that we bring up Andor because it does feel like there were team there were teams early on, and especially in like science fiction entertainment consumables, it was like Trekkies or Star. Like you've got someone you root for. I'm so fascinated with like relationship dynamic has a lot to do with the kind of things that I teach, and so I'm also a big sports fan. So it's really easy for me to just, I'm, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. No matter what they do, whether it's good or bad, I'm a fan of the Eagles. That's just my sports team. I don't jump from one pe- person to the other. I've got a few individual athletes that I enjoy. But I think in movies and TVs and storytelling, it is, we have all these different micro teams. It's like, I'm a Denis Villeneuve yeah. fan. I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, Ryan Gosling fan. And I think that's fascinating. And that's and why it kind of, yeah, it's kind of why we have this, these nets with these different sized holes that it's like, I'm just going to filter this through. It also sure. depends on the environment. I'm not in the mood for this right now. Recency right. <laughs> bias. I got burned by Boba Fett. Sorry, Star yeah, Wars. Right. I'm taking a five-year yeah. hiatus, you know, however long <laughs> that'll be. Hopefully our Discord doesn't cringe at that. But uh, let's take a quid, quick ad break and then we've got some fun stuff when we get back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back. So the secret word of the day, I'll reveal it to you, which probably lets you know we're going to play extra credit pretty soon. It was love. Um, and Jordan, you probably said, I got you talking about Nintendo and you said love eight times, maybe. Uh, so we'll definitely be playing extra credit today. The today, though, the is the, the. Uh, today is, and on, on the subject of love, 
today is this Monday, February thirteenth, is my wedding anniversary. Aww. Uh, Aww. Seven seven years of marriage. Seven years. Seven years since I had the best shrimp of my entire life. <laughs> oh, dude, those shrimp were good. Yeah. Seven dude, full we, years. We hit seven this summer too. It's so exciting. Aww. Shout out Papacitos, man. They had some bacon wrapped jalapeno cream cheese. Is that where that was from? Yeah, dude. I could like, just, just go buy these? those. Yes. When they present them to you at the table at Papacitos, they're like hanging. This is like a little tree. Teach them I a think lesson. That's how they do it. <laughs> yeah. You're bad, bad trend. Somebody, somebody gets all the wrong letters. Dangle them, by their, dangle them by their ankles and spank them and make an example <laughs> out of them for the other kids. That just sounds like British primary bit. school punishment, doesn't it? Like it sounds like they would dangle a kid by his ankles and paddle his butt. <laughs> this shrimp brought to you by Matilda on Netflix streaming. Um, I want it's us to talk a little shrimp bit. Tilda. Let's talk nice. a little shrimp bit tailed. about love. I want you to give me. Uh, who are you? What show or uh, actor, celebrity, somebody that that you are in a relationship right now? Oh, nice. And it's it's essentially the we are. You know, when you it doesn't take seven years, but when you're in a relationship long enough, you kind of know the ins and outs of this individual. Yeah, they're gonna. No one can piss you off more than the person who loves you the most, right? Who for you, uh, or what? Essentially, are you married to? Like, what What in the world of TV and film? I love this. Is it like, hey, even if this is bad, we're still together. Because you've mm. already done so much for me. You know? It, can you give an example of that? And then after yeah. that, I want I want to hear about, like, who's the— And these—I these, these I don't want to say these relationships are happening. I'm not going to use a metaphor of, like, actual relationships. Because <laughs> we want to be loyal. Uh, but, like, who are you— Who's kind of like got your attention a little bit? It's like, are we gonna let's? We need to define the relationship and and mm. move forward. It's like I think I think I'm interested in dating right now, so I want to have that marriage first, and then the date. So uh, <laughs> and then any who are we gonna, right now what franchise are we gonna kill? And then kill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think this is great because uh, we've already had our banishments, right? That already felt like who yeah. we're starting to break up with. Mm-hmm. Yes, but who are who are you married to right now? I got, I got two. Who's that long term? Can I be okay. polyamorous yeah, with my sure, I wish you would. here? So yeah. obviously, polyamorous. I am whole hail, whole hail, wholesale uh, devoted whole to uh, Jake Jillies. Yeah, um, even if he's sometimes, bad. sometimes, you know, he's in. Sometimes uh, you get a Prince of Persia. Sometimes you get sometimes a Source you get a Code. Yeah. Hey, Source Code is not that bad. Actually, that's a pretty fun movie. But um, yeah, it actually I, I, is pretty good. Whatever, whatever he does, I just I'm on board with something about him. I just I love. Uh, we'll talk about it a little more on the Valentine's Day episode. But uh, most of the time, whatever team Taylor is on, uh, I'm on the opposite team. You know, so <laughs> I, I'm on Jake's side in the whole debacle. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, wow. But <laughs> uh, no, I just think he's great. I think he's immensely talented. I think that as far as raw potential goes to be great in anything, he's one of the top in my book. I just think that he can be fantastic in anything. But man, sometimes, sometimes you see a trailer for him just in another dad war movie, and it's like, what's happening? Just, yeah. Jake, just be a good actor. And this stuff. is a movie for dads to grill to, Jake. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, be yeah. in a movie. Be in a movie for young boys to swoon to, not in a movie for dads to grill to. And then also, 
Um, I'm in a. It's pretty fresh. It's since since uh, lockdown at the beginning of COVID. Callie and I just decided to get into competition reality, um, specifically the CBS brand of competition reality. We got the Survivor, the Big Brother, the Amazing Race. Amazing Race is firmly the, the last OG place. brand. Yeah, Amazing Race yeah. is firmly last place. It's the least interesting, the least fun, but it's still a good time occasionally. But I'll tell you who's got my eye is Traders on Peacock. Starting to steal so some of my attention away. Maybe the best it's single season good. of reality outside of Big Brother 20. It's pretty unbelievable it's how awesome. good this is. It's real good. It's really good. I have never wanted to be at a place more. <laughs> I just want to follow right? Alan coming everywhere he I goes. Just, yeah. Can I be his like assistant? I just want to be his assistant on a season of The Traders. Mm-hmm. I want to be Fergus. I just want to, I just want to refer yeah. to him exclusively <laughs> as Floop. <laughs> I'm sure he loves that, actually. I kind of bet he actually does a little bit. (laughs) Seems like he'd be into it. I'm definitely, I've decided the content, like the world that I'm married to. So I got to go to Universal Studios for the first time. And Harry Potter has been a part of my life Mm. since I was 10. So almost 25 years now. And I think I will just go ahead and eat up anything Harry Potter that comes out in TV and film. Like, I'm totally down for it. I had not ever considered any kind of new generation console past the Switch, which I know is incredibly outdated, but it tries to... I mean, we talked about Nintendo Direct at the first half of this, but... It's not that With Hogwarts Legacy being out. With Hogwarts Legacy. This is... that That is pulling me more than any God of War has or any, like... Yeah, sure. Any newness. And so I think... My a hot dream take for on me. Hogwarts Legacy is, for my taste, I don't think I would like it at all. I don't know that I would but either. But I'm also not ho- uh, Harry obsessed. And I think that if it was like a big obsession for me, I'd probably be- have no choice. Just walking around Hogwarts would be… Oh, yeah. Pretty unreal. Yeah. It's probably… Yeah. It's just too big of a deal for me to not… That relationship is far too strong. And I secretly have a hope. It's not a secret. I think I've said it on the podcast. I do think they should. It'll t- it'll take a while, but they need to do that story over. Yeah, and not have the movies. We talked about this on. Do you believe in magic? One of the first series the three of us did together. That it needs to be a show. I need I need Amazon or somebody to pick it up, and just get ready. Like you better sign hope these that kids. it's HBO. They own it anyway. Yeah, sign these kids up. <laughs> Find some eleven year old kids and just like, hey, we're in this for the long haul. Because there's way too many characters for people to be like blowing over that stuff. How do you think, decide? How do you decide that like I want that to be a show, but like it would be sacrilegious to remake Peter Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings trilogy as a show? Because those are better. I, I honestly think it just boils down to those are better. Harry well, Potter's also, not pulling Oscars. It's one team. That's the that's the issue I have with the Harry Potter movies. Mm. It wasn't just one team outside of the production. Right. Company. It changed hands so many times. And I get that there's new dynamics with new years, but I'm out on that. I'll tell you the new relationship I have, though. On the plane, again, I, this is the day after the Super Bowl is technically when this releases. But we're Congrats recording on Friday. Winners. And I'm, I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles fan, and they're in the Super Congrats Bowl. Congrats to the Eagles, calling it now. Okay. And, uh, he hated that. I was kind of in a sports mood and a Philly mood on the plane to uh, Disney, and I decided to watch Creed for the first time. Ooh, and here boy. was confirmation that Michael B. Jordan is officially, 
I'm ready to be in a relationship. I think I want to have a conversation with this young man. Uh, He is, he's got way more layers than his shiny boxer body would show. Um, But Michael B. Jordan is a phenomenal actor Mm -hmm. and he is pretty compelling any way that I have ever seen him. I think Killmonger is one of the best Disney or one of the best Marvel villains of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Creed is, the Creed series is so, so good. I would highly recommend that. I finally started watching it. Did you watch the second but, one? But, uh, I have, I'm about 30 minutes into the second one. Okay. So, those are my relationships. Um, If we're thinking of marriage, I mean, I think, I think the franchise, the, the, entertainment uh, entity, plural entities, that I'm married to is more of a like Hector Elizondo, Shirley MacLaine kind of marriage from Valentine's Day, where it's like, just mathematically, probably all the best days are in the past, but it can still be good for however long we've got left. Uh, I think that- That's a huge bummer of a read on that relationship from that movie. Wow. I'm saying mathematically, like they're probably not going to go on as fun of a vacation ever again as they did when they were much younger. Because they're, but it's fun in new ways, right? You're, the future's okay? exciting hey, in new ways. Hey, po- put the podcast down for a second. It's because they're old, and being okay? old, being old is probably bad. Good thing I'm young and vibrant, so I don't know that. Um, <laughs> wow. No. So He's I, I think. Steven Spielberg is going to be it for me because yeah, I for don't sure. think Steven Spielberg's ever going to top E.T., but I'm going to be excited about everything Spielberg does from now sure. until Spielberg don't Spielberg no more. Same yeah. thing with Harrison Ford, honestly. Like, Harrison Ford's not done anything awesome since probably Air Force One or The Fugitive. Like, it's been yeah. nigh on 30 years since we've got a good Harrison. But I think, like... I will still be excited about and see everything Harrison Ford does because of what Harrison Ford did for me in the past with characters like Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Yeah. Like a, just kind of an undying loyalty. Uh, a new relationship in my life that I'm really excited about oh. is Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this boy before I watched Lovecraft Country, which maybe that's on oh, me. Same. Maybe... Maybe he was Maybe. doing awesome stuff before Lovecraft Country that I didn't know Sounds about. Sounds like we need to see Creed 3. Sounds like we need to see Creed 3. Sounds like I need to see if I have Man. To. It sounds like I need to see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Sounds like I'm probably going to skip the plane movie that he did with Glenn Howerton, but I'm happy for him. But yeah, sure. he's great. Like had had no he was not on my radar in the slightest until I watched uh Lovecraft Country. But I'm excited. Did you for- say Glenn Howerton? Yeah. Glenn Powell? Yes, who's Glenn Howerton? Did I it's make that up? Oh, I got one. Oh yeah, you got me. <laughs> Glenn Powell, Dan Carter, this is a big moment for you. Wow. I do just want to be clear that Doge just said a different person's name and wasn't like Glenn Powell. I don't ever make up names. <laughs> I do make up names sometime. Sometime. About sometime. five years ago, I made up a game. A game is called Extra Credit. We're going to play it right now. Hang on. For you those did, of you. You did tease at the beginning of the episode that we were going to talk about The Last of Us. So can we, we get it just a, that now? Just a quick like one sentence guy about The Last of Us. Because I think Extra Credit might see us two credits. Because we're slow at that. Okay. 
Okay. We it's, can talk about Last of Us. It's the best show on TV right now. Probably it's a top really three good. show of the year. And I can't believe that this is the show we're talking. Like, I can't believe that the TV show version of one of my favorite games and stories ever is this good. Yeah. I'm I am loving it. it. I'm 100% in. I, I have been invested in this world since the first game came out 10 years ago. Uh, so it's kind of no surprise that I'm loving it. Carter, yeah. I want to hear from you about the show. Yeah, more because, than anything. Because I'm a I'm a Last of Us boy through and through since day one. And I know you, you're familiar with it, but but maybe mm-hmm. don't have quite the same affinity to it as I do. Yeah, this, I mean, this has felt like the first, um, you know, video game adapted into TV or movie that I've seen that doesn't feel, it feels like years from now, there's going to be people that have been into Last of Us for a while and are just finding out that it used to be a video game. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. There are no blatant references to the gameplay. It's really, it feels like there's blatant references to the story. I understand there's going to be some items or a backpack or what somebody's wearing sure. that's very similar to what we had before, but I mean, that's obvious. But I think I think it's incredible. You know, I was one of the people that got into Walking Dead when it was new. Yeah, same. And so any kind of post-apocalyptic, um, incredibly intense environment to get to know new people, you know, like we get these groups and these interpersonal relationships. And um, I just think this show is, and from what I'm hearing, the things that, they're even so last of us is a pretty deep narrative like already like the game mm-hmm. right so it's we're adding some background to characters maybe we didn't know before is that is that what i'm hearing yeah and yeah. there's a couple new characters that were not in the game like melanie sure. Linsky, and some who, of the, I, I i couldn't tell you which ones those are i don't cool. know that. i don't know who is and who isn't but it feels like this is one big ball of synergy here like it feels like this yeah. already existed somehow so to me that shows with there having been content already and we're building on that. We've seen that a lot of the times with these long-form shows. I mean, almost all of Rings of Power is that. Yeah. yeah. Um, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones is that. It's stories that we already know and we're really building on that. The Witcher went a completely different way, but that was also good. Um, it just feels like whoever is making this is doing it very thoughtfully. And that yeah. Yeah. when you can feel that pretty much off the jump, that's pretty good storytelling. I think it's… Mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful show. I think Pedro Pascal is phenomenal. About to just rule the world. <clears throat> Pedro Pascal is also a new relationship for me. I guess that I'm super invested. Like literally anything Pedro does, I'm. Well, in. that's he the was one fantastic. That, like, y'all are engaged. You're already engaged. You've only known them for two months. Are you? Yeah. Real? It's like, yeah. I, listen, I know true love when I see. When you know, you know. <laughs> when you yeah. know, you Pedro. It's so good. Mm. It's so good. When you Pedro, I'll tell you, you Pedro. Nice. Uh. The fact that there's controversy about episode three doesn't surprise me. Not at all. Um, but it's I the think lowest rated of episode the... of the series on IMDb. That's wait, that is that seven, real? It's a seven point nine on IMDb, and everything else is like eight and a half or above. I thought it was so good. It's I think that's, I the, episode, was, dude. that's, that's the be best episode of the series, the easily. Yeah, it was so wonderful. It's the least it Last so of Us sad. like main story heavy. So I can see the. Uh, I think a fair criticism is. I want more Joel and Ellie. That's fine to, sure. to feel that way. But um, I mean, I just think that it is such a well-made short film. Yeah, absolutely. Which, I if mean, you've it's... seen Chernobyl, that's Craig Mazin's whole MO. That's what he does. Yeah. He, he'll give you these little side stories and then it's not until the end you're like, and that's how it ties in. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is this? Are there ideas for there to be multiple seasons of Last of Us, or is it a mini series? There's like at least a second season confirmed, but it, I think the plan is three seasons. Okay. Yeah, I would I imagine it would be relatively short. Well, it but looks like they're going to get season one. It, if you believe the current like buzz, season one is all of the first game, and then they're going to split mm. the second game up into two seasons. Yeah, I mean it's nine episodes, so that's probably more than nine hours. They've been pretty true to the times that we see. I, I guess credits will hit at like eight minutes left sometimes. Yeah. This last episode, episode was episodes, short, man. Episode it four was short. Was it was shorter. Short. Yeah, three was pretty long. Hour and mm. 20 or something. But yeah, loving Last of Us. New episode tonight as we're recording this. We're recording this Friday, yeah. uh, February whatever, 10th. New episode mm-hmm. tonight. They moved it yeah. for the, the bowl. For the old... Get it out of the way of the bar. bowl. Let's play extra credit. For those of you that haven't heard yeah. about this game, welcome. This is one of my favorite things, one of my good, good friends' least favorite things, but extra credit is built off of an IMDb algorithm. If you've ever navigated IMDb before to look at a movie or an actor, well, really, it's going to be an actor, some individual. Uh, it'll show you like their top four best known four. Um, that's a best known four that's really up to IMDb and not necessarily the popular vote, but the way that we play this game is that they're going to have three actors or actresses uh, that they can pull from a certain movie or sometimes it's a collection of movies to try and guess their top four credits. So they technically could get a total of 15 points. All they need are nine. So averaging three of the four credits, if they get all four credits for one person, they get the extra credit, meaning five points. Today, I'm giving you a smorgasbord. Today, you can choose from tomorrow's movie, Valentine's Day. Three actors or actresses from Valentine's Day to play extra credit to end our episode. Cool. Who do you think? Who well, do we I want think to start with? When we hath a will. We hath a way. I was going to suggest the same thing. Let's do it then. I, I like that. Um, same page. Uh, uh, Les Miserables, obviously. Yeah, that's, a, that's a for sure, for sure. You want to lock it in? Let's lock in Les Miserables. Lock in Les Miserables. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Number one. Yeah. Interstellar, perhaps? It's, we've, we have uh, attempted to guess Anne Hathaway's top four. So many times. So have many we really? times. And <laughs> we've never gotten it. <laughs> I think I block out every You only ever get two. Right. I think, I think it's... Uh, uh, oh, it's like Rachel getting married or something like that is in there. Oh, that sounds right. Let's do it. Can we lock in? Can we lock in Rachel getting married? Let's lock it in right now. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, bing, bing. Number three. Yep. Hey, is love and other drugs with Jake Gyllenhaal in that? Oh, I think so. I think Interstellar is not in this. Okay. But I think The Dark Knight Rises is. What? Right. I think we have that reaction every time. I could be okay. completely making that up, but it does sound like us, right? <laughs> it does sound like us. It does sound like us. I'm okay with that if we want to do that. Do we want to swing it, love and other drugs? Or would we um, rather swing it, Dark Knight Rises first? How do we feel about a Devi Wears Prada? Oh, good call. Let's do that. Metagaming a bit. We usually feel quite good about the Devil Wears Prada. Do we? It sounds like us. Do feel good. It's a about lot that. of stuff that sounds like us. The, the, having the history of of extra credit is fun. 
What do you think? I'm down. I'll follow your lead. What do you What do you feel energy around? Um, I think the Devil Wears Prada sounds like a slam dunk. Probably. Um, I don't. I doubt there's a Princess Diaries, even though there should be. No, I don't um, think there Dark is. Dark Knight Rises would be surprising to me, but I'm willing to follow your gut on that. Um, Love and Other Drugs was my only guess because it's sort of a random, almost indie thing. You don't think that like monster? No, monstrous. I I would be totally shocked. Okay, I don't think anybody go, saw that. Let's go with The Dark Knight Rises then because we're just going to okay. beat ourselves up until we try that one. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, lock it in. Batman 3. Bing, 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 number two. Yikes. Shouldn't be. I think that movie's called Colossal. Colossal, that's right. Mm. The D wears P or… Uh... <laughs> 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 you think there's no Princess Diaries in her top four? I think there's no Princess Diaries in her top four. Okay, that's a Because trendy. it's incredible, but I think she's done even better work since then. For sure. But it doesn't matter. It's yeah, good. it's IMDb. Applying logic doesn't get us anywhere. Um, Let's go Devil Wears choice. Prada. It's Meryl yeah. Streep. Yeah, the Devil. Has to be there. Devil Wears Prada. Lock it in. I'm locking the Devil. D Wears P. Bong Bong. Number one. Les Miserables. Number two, the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Number three, Richel Gidemelid. Number four, Love and Oh Adele. my. Oh gosh. no. Got three, though. A lot of hope there. You got three. Oh no. We could choose from Julia Roberts, Jamie Foxx, Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Beale, Bradley Cooper. Eric Dane, also known as McSteamy. Patrick Dempsey, also known as McDreamy. Hector Elizondo, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, George Lopez, Emma Roberts, Taylor Swift, Larry Miller. Handful of choices here. Where do we go next? As much as I want it to be Lautner, Actually, I still kind of want it to be Lautner. Yeah, I want it to be Lautner. You want to do Lautner? Which Twilights is it going to be, though? I think it could also be that one movie where he's running. Abduction? The movie where he's running. I think he's running on the poster for Abduction. Where it is important to note there is no actual abduction. Zero abductions. I forgot we had seen that movie. Let's do Taylor Lautner. Let's do Taylor Lautner. Twilight, New Moon, gotta be? Yeah, it's gotta be Newman. Let's lock in Newman. Lock it in. Twilight Newman. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Bing, 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 bing. Number four. Shock by Unt Lavagel. Do you think? I was just wondering Gotta if be. there. You Got think? to be. Got to oh, be. Oh, Doge, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's do abduction first. Lock in abduction. Yeah, let's lock in abduction. Bing, 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 bing. Number two. Crazy. Two for two I, on Lautner. Do you I think, think Eclipse for sure? I think Eclipse was. without a doubt. Do you think that this movie is in there? Dude, Valentine's be. Day? He's on screen for the most miserable three minutes of my life. But he was a big, <laughs> he was a big 2010 boy. Yeah. This was a get. He was a get. It was like we actually no, got, not. we actually got him. 
Because they had McDreamy and then needed McWerewolfy. <laughs> and they also got Mick that, Mick that 70s showy. <laughs> and they twice. Got, yeah. They got Mick Mick that 70s showy A and Mick that 70s showy B. They got they got uh Mick Electro-y and Mick Pretty Woman-y. Um Mick Mrs. Justin Timberlakey. You think Valentine's Day is mm-hmm. in his top four? I don't know. Okay. I, I have kinda, no idea. Do we feel good about Eclipse enough to put that before yeah. we make our final sure. call? Okay. Sure. Let's lock in Eclipse. Eclipse. Twilligged Equips. Lock it in. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Uh, Dude, I think Color, his fourth uh, is probably six points Breaking Dawn part one or two. But you don't think there's a Shark Boy and Lava Girl? I don't. You don't think there's Run the Tide in here? What is run? Oh, hey, you hey, know what exactly what it my is. My guy, in, we watched it. We have, have a whole episode about it. I only have so much space in my head, and I think I just <laughs> shove. Do you remember those pencils where every little lead you pulled out and pushed it in the back, and it pushed the next one forward? Yep, that's how mm-hmm. I am with movies. That's how you are with podcast episodes? <laughs> yeah, I just I shove the used up one in the back and then push the new fresh one forward. Um. Oh man! Look, if you if you think Run the Tide, if you think I don't, no, tide, I don't. It's a horrible movie. He's really. I bad think in if it. I think if there's anybody have, who was only in Run the Tide, it still isn't in their top four. You have number two, three, and four right now. You need number one. His number one is so not La- Shark Boy and Lava Girl or Run the Tide. It's t- Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two. Okay. Part two or Part One? I would guess Part Two. Which one do people hate? Two. Okay, then it's probably Part One. <clears throat> Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong Bong. Number one, Twilight. Number two, Abduction. Isn't he? Number three, Eclipse. Number four, New Moon. You have six points. You only need to get three to win this this special extra credit of love. I mean, it, it has to be Julia Roberts, I think, but I was about to say, it feels like the only real choices are Julia Roberts or Jennifer Garner. Oh, or Jennifer Garner. I think Jamie Foxx or Julia Roberts is where I lean. Oh, Jamie Foxx would be tough, I think. DeJango. DeRay. Let's do let's do Julia Roberts. Yeah. I don't think we've ever played Julia. with her before. I don't think so either. Roberts. Pretty woman. Julie woman. <laughs> yeah, pretty woman. Lock it in. Julie woman. Lock it in. Bing, bing, bing. Number one. Steel Magnolias. Yep. Lock it in. And bong, bong. Shut up, dude. You got two guesses left to get two points to win. What? The way that a, a bong bong on a movie that I'm confident about totally cuts the legs out from under me. And now I can't think of anything Julia Roberts has ever done. She's in, her in whole Steel life. Magnolias, right? Big time. Yeah. Got to be, right? Just making sure I didn't have a stroke. <laughs> Do you smell toast? Yeah, but always. Um, I think. I think Ocean's Eleven could be there. I think that my best friend's wedding is probably there. Let's 
Let's give Ocean's Eleven a shot. I feel good about that. That feels like a. Okay. Well, is it? Are we running into the? Oh wait, Avengers no. I issue? know one for sure. I know one for sure. Okay. Notting okay. Hill. Notting Hill is one hundred percent. Yeah. In her All right. Top four. Lock it in. Notting Hill. Lock it in. Bong bong. Oh. Hook. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Shrek. Jordan's exasperation. Shrek. Shrek. I'm done. Shrek. I don't care anymore. Shrek. Shrek, lock it in. Doge can't feel anything. It just goes, hook. Shrek, lock it in. Yeah, I'm done. Lock him bong, in for bong. Shrek. Lock me in for hook. <clears throat> bong bong all around the board. Yeah. Number one, pretty woman. Number two, Aaron Brockovich. She yeah. won an Academy Award. For- yeah, hey, guess one, what? We've, we've defo Number three, Julian my Arb. best friend's wedding. Okay. Number four, Closer. We've definitely done Julia Roberts before. Probably when we, we watched have. Pretty Woman. Well, to end today's episode, Julia Roberts made hey, something I'm actually, like 12. I'm not talking on the mic anymore. I've been hurt too bad. I think, Jordan, <laughs> okay. are you out? Are we going to stay? Are mm-hmm. we going to be done? Okay, Carter, you yep. close it out. We're hurt too bad. Okay, that's fine. Uh, to end today's episode, I'd love to have my name <laughs> and my favorite thing about my two co-hosts. Everybody, I'm Carter. And my favorite thing about my two co-hosts is how good of how good of sports they can be. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people would say otherwise. Um but I think they're just the best sports. I think they're good at almost everything. Um and so you would expect if there was something they weren't good at that they would still celebrate, you know. At least how good they are at everything else. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> if I'm listen, if I'm not good at everything, why be good at anything? <laughs> and that's and fault. that's on syndrome. <laughs> credit card bill.